In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about forever, so sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. My name is Travis, your host with me today is Pastor James, and today we are wrapping up our Sabbath 2023 sermon series called Satisfied, and we're talking about forever, which is, yeah. you know, no pun intended, it's kind of a big topic. Kind of, kind, <laughs> kind of a, a big time. deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. So, um, no, I, uh, like I said, this is the this is the culmination of our yeah. Sabbath series. We ended our study in Psalm 23 this Sunday. We also, uh, this is usually, every year we do a big give yeah. initiative yeah. Uh, to go and support the global ministries with whom we partner. And, yeah. and we've got a number of them, which is exciting. And, yeah. and it's an opportunity for us to be part of the Great Commission. And I know we're going to get a little bit into that uh, in our discussion today. So I'm uh, very excited to dive into this yeah. topic. Um you know, without making it a an hour and a half theological discussion <laughs> on eternity. Yeah. <laughs> in 20 minutes or less, can yeah. you define forever? Can you forever? define forever? <laughs> so we're uh, glad that you're watching or, or listening uh, with us today. So uh, jumping right into it, yeah. you know, this final verse in Psalm 23 is David saying, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. How does that idea or that, that knowledge of forever compel us to live in a Sabbath lifestyle. Yeah. So David concludes, so you've got, you know, Psalm 23, one through one through six a, um, and he, he's talking about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And he kind of goes through all of these things that God does for us this side of this side of eternity. Um, and he, he begins, he begins verse six, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, with these words, um, and goodness and mercy will follow me all of the days of my life, and it um, it it gives this beautiful picture of 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 the care of the Father surrounding us and following us, and we we talked a lot about what that what that looks like in our life. But then David goes from I, I think I mentioned in the first service yesterday. David David is talking in in two different uh, kind of two different realms here. He's mm-hmm. talking in the finite uh, yeah. realm. Um, and then, uh, and then I, I actually, I actually wonder this, is it the infinite realm or is it the infinite? Realm? Mm, <laughs> it's, yes. It's English, like, English is funny. Is and so, yeah, Caribbean? yeah. Yes. And so he talks about the, the finite, yeah. um, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Mm-hmm. But then, but then he, he, he steps into the infinite, mm-hmm. um, into eternity. And he yeah. says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And it gives this beautiful, um, image that when when you when you are a a child of the most high god mm-hmm. um his his goodness and mercy his presence his provision follows us all of the days that we live on this earth but then there is this um there is this even greater blessing that remains for us on the other side of this and and that is an eternity spent in his presence and um it it begs us to to lean into this eternal provision mm. uh, that He has for us. Yeah. That He's not just He's not just promising to satisfy us on on this side of eternity, but for for all of yeah. eternity, uh, we will be with Him in His presence. Yeah, yeah. It makes me think of all the other 
religions, creeds, lifestyles, philosophies. It's all about how can man please their version of God. Yeah. And I think to some degree or another, there's always this question of, is God pleased with me? Yeah. Is God satisfied? Am I doing enough yeah. good things or right things? And what we see is this beautiful way of, of saying a lot without saying a lot that yeah. David writes yeah. in, in knowing that I can rest secure in eternity, knowing yeah. that on this side of the new covenant, right? Jesus has done all of it. When Jesus said it is finished, it's finished. And yeah. Rest it, it, no, absolutely. And, and, and what that makes me think of, like, as you're sitting there talking about that, I, I think about how much, um, we've used, we've used the word striving a lot for right. Sabbath because, because striving is like the, it, it is like the, the antithesis of Sabbath. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's constantly doing these things and trying to grind out this life. And, and you look at, you look at a lot of other religions and there's, there's constantly this striving to try to be enough. Do I, did I do enough? Am I good enough? Have I contributed enough? Mm-hmm. All of these different things with the hope mm-hmm. that, that this, this, whatever this deity is that I'm elevating above my life is, is going to deem my sacrifice valuable enough. Mm -hmm. And, and, and there's always, it always leaves the question in your Mm -hmm. heart of, was it enough? Did, did I do enough? Am I good enough? Is it, is it going to pan out for me in the end? And, and I think one of the, the most beautiful things about the way that David composes the 23rd Psalm is that he, he does it with such a confident conviction mm-hmm. that God has already done these things. Yeah. And, and so when we remove the, the great angst regarding our future yeah. and we're able to confidently say, not only is his goodness and mercy going to be with me in, in this life, and, and here's the thing. Even if his goodness and mercy wasn't with me in this life, what he offers for us in eternity would still make it worth it. Absolutely. But David David doesn't say, oh, I make him my Lord, and then he abandons me in this life in the promise of a next life. Right. What he says is not only does he does he care for me by leading me along still waters, by walking with me through the valley of the shadow of death, by spreading a table before me in, in the presence of, of conquered enemies, not only does he fill my cup and anoint my head mm-hmm. with oil, not only does his goodness and mercy, but also yeah. he guarantees me an eternity in his presence. And so it removes that that constant wondering, which which when we're no longer wondering about that, it just frees us up to worship Him, yeah, and to serve Him, and to do everything that we can, yeah, um, to be a part of what He's doing. Yeah, well, and I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of somebody who may not have all of their daily physical needs mm-hmm. met. So the only thing that someone like that is concerned about is, you know, how how am I going to make it through another day? Am I going to have enough to eat? Am I going to have shelter? Am I going to have clothing? You know, all these basic needs. David is saying God's going to meet that. And he's then if all of those needs are met, then our question turns to, well, if I'm secure in these things, what's next? What's on the other side? What's in the life to come? Yeah. And, and so, and so Jesus and Matthew seek first the kingdom of Mm -hmm. God. Um, and and all of these things shall be added unto you. Now you have to actually go back a few verses to look at what all of these things will be. Yeah. But but what Jesus is talking about is all of the provision, all of the all of the things this side of eternity. And so what does he say? Seek first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. That the kingdom of God is is far 
far bigger and beyond the the immediacy of this mm-hmm. of this life and and if we would seek the kingdom of god yeah. all of the things that we that we concern ourselves with all of the worries that we have and jesus says all of those things will be will be cared for john 16 um 33 in this in this world you will have tribulation but do not fear i've overcome the world yeah. um over and over and over again it's not about the fact that this life does not have difficulty and there's not struggles and all of these mm-hmm. things. But David says that in the midst of all, in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, mm-hmm. goodness and mercy, provision, yeah, anointing, all of these things are present. But there's more. Right. Know, it's kind of yeah. like the the yeah. sham wow commercial. There's <laughs> but more. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. wait, you yeah. know. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. I mean, what? What what could bring more peace, more more rest, more confidence in the mm-hmm. provision of God than knowing He doesn't just hold my now; He holds my forever. Right. And I think to me, what's also amazing is that David, before Jesus, yeah, you know, and it had to be the Holy Spirit speaking to and through David. But even before any hint of the new covenant, David knew the character of God. Mm-hmm. He's good and he's merciful. Yeah. Therefore, I can live in security. And 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 here's an important here's an important point for those of you who don't know David's life. David was declaring that God was good and merciful even though he wasn't. Even though David wasn't. Right. Not even though God wasn't. That, that's uh, yes. He he was declaring all of these things about God. Mm-hmm. And, and that all of those things were available to him, even though David failed miserably mm-hmm. on, on multiple different occasions. Right. And, and so it, it, wasn't that, it wasn't that David was somehow this like super righteous person who got everything right and did all of these things the way that, the way that they were supposed to be done. It's that David, David failed time yeah. and time again, but he was, he was so confident. Yeah. of of who God was and what he was providing that he was constantly drawn back to that place to declare mm-hmm. God you're good right you're righteous you're merciful mm-hmm. towards me you're gracious you're you're lin- you 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 lend to me of what yeah. you have uh, so yeah and and David's life certainly wasn't free of trouble no you know and I no. think you even mentioned very briefly in your yeah. message you talked about the the likelihood of this potentially being written when Absalom his his son yeah. was trying to overthrow yeah I mean he throne. had he had he had he had marital problems mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had leadership problems yeah. he had family problems mm-hmm. I mean he had uh, he 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 had integrity issues yeah I, I mean anything that you can think of mm-hmm. David I mean one of the things that I love about scripture is that it, it doesn't pull any punches when it comes to the reality of people's yeah. life like you look at their life and and you're not just I mean if if David was if David was writing these things he he very easily could have left out a lot of these details yes but he didn't yeah. you know he he wrote the reality of of where he was at and who he was and and I think that's what makes the 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 Bible so relatable to so many of us. And, and so oftentimes we just look at it and we're like, Oh, I just, I feel so guilty when I read God's word and I see what it says. I'm like, well, go read about some of the mm-hmm. people in the Bible, read, yeah. read about what they wrote. You know, Paul says, Oh, wretched man that I am Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm the chief of chief all sinners. I mean, it's like on and on and yeah. on and on. And yet there was this, there was this restful confidence that mm-hmm. says, but God, mm-hmm. um, who is merciful. Yeah. 
and kind yeah. and rich loving, in mercy, rich in mercy, yeah. abundant in grace, yeah. um, has has chosen us. So, yeah. so knowing, looking at at what David wrote, mm-hmm. and knowing that we can live secure yeah. in in both this life and the next. Let's say we're walking in that knowledge mm-hmm. every day. How then should we live out the rest of our life, knowing that this life and the next are secure? How should that then compel us to live this life? Yeah, um, good question. Because I think that what happens is that we we can tend to get caught up in what God has done for us mm-hmm. without being consumed by what God wants to do through us. Mm. We... we we're we're very grateful, yeah, for what God has done. Right, Father, thank you for saving me. Mm. And and then we kind of stop there, and we're like, oh man, he he's such a he's such a good God. He's he's done all of these things for me, without recognizing that there there is a there is a purpose for which we were redeemed, mm-hmm. and and. And it is, and it is to surrender our life. In fact, that's what that's what salvation is. It is it is surrendering. It is declaring, "You are king, and I am not." Mm-hmm. And and so we we receive the benefits very very openly, very willingly, very right. with with tremendous excitement. Without, I think, at times understanding the cost. Yeah. And and the, the cost is the cost is one that we get to pay willingly. The, the cost is our allegiance to mm-hmm. the king. And 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 Jesus says, unless a man is willing to lay down his life, take up his cross and follow me, he cannot be my disciple. Right. Well, Matthew twenty eight, nineteen and twenty, Jesus makes very clear to these apostles, go into the all the world uh, and and make disciples, preach the gospel, baptize, and so he tells us what it, he tells us what's required to become a disciple, and then he tells us to go and make disciples. Yeah, and so there's this, there's this, um, there's this commissioning mm-hmm. that says, "Hey, welcome, welcome to the kingdom yeah. of God. I want to now use you yeah. to bring forth my will on yep. this earth." And and that is to that is to populate heaven, and to extend the kingdom of God to the remotest mm-hmm. corners of the earth. To to where to where everyone has the opportunity to hear yeah. the saving message. Again, I used the, the the passage yesterday. Jesus's words, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." That is a sobering. Mm-hmm. We 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 sit yeah. there. We we will repeat all of the time. I am the way, the truth, and the life. We, we, we know who said it. Jesus said that. What we overlook sometimes is the no one. Right. And, 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 and even, if we, even if we say it, even we read it, and, and no one comes to the Father except through me, we're like, yeah, that's true. And, and, that's how, and that's how I got into the kingdom of heaven. I, I came through Jesus and all these different things. But what we recognize is that for everyone who, who doesn't know him, that's the only path. Yeah. Does my heart break for those who don't know him? Do I even think about it? Do I, yeah. Do I even think? Yeah. You know, I told the I told the story of being in San Francisco. Like at, at some point, you you kind of just become blind to to the, the 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 dismal condition of people's life because it becomes familiar. 
You, you just, it's like, oh, you know, and, and, and we become desensitized to mm. these things. And, and I think that in, in, in many ways, when it, when it comes to sacrifice, we talked about sacrifice, um, that, that it would be, um, uh, how did I put it? Um, extravagant, mm-hmm. sacrificial, and joyful. and joyful. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it can't be those things if I'm, um, if I'm numb to them. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to really sacrifice for something I don't care about. Yeah. Why would I? Yeah. I'm not going to be joyful about something that I don't really care about. Yeah. Do you see the value in it? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so it's about, it's about seeing these things from an eternal perspective. Mm-hmm. We are all, every person on the face of this earth is created for eternity. The question is, is where that eternity will be spent. And when three billion people are still considered unreached, it should, it should not just break our hearts. It's one thing to feel bad about something. It's a whole nother thing to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Are we going to do whatever we have to do? I think, I I think about um, the movie Schindler's List. Mm, Yeah. And Schindler gets to the end of, World War Two and and he's looking. Is it World War Two? World War One? Uh, yeah. Two, two. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I, I thought so. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, the, the Germans. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he gets to the end and he, he starts looking at at what he has left. Yeah. And he starts considering this. This would have bought one, one more. more. Mm-hmm. This 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 could have bought an entire family. I mm-hmm. could have sold my car. I could have done all of these different things. My fear is that there is a lot of us that will get to eternity. Mm-hmm with the same feeling. Right. I could have done more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and knowing that God is our provider, both in this life and the next, yeah. we should be so generous with what he has provided. Yeah. We, we, I think generosity sometimes is hard because we consider it ours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, yeah. So yeah, that's, I, I could, I could go yeah. on and on. <laughs> it's just, such a, it's such a big topic. And I think it's one that, um, you know, whether we are distracted, yeah. whether we're complacent, whether we just get busy. Yeah. And and I think a lot of times about in my early, you know, my late teens, early 20s, listening to the parable of the sower and the, the mm. weeds and the thorns that choked out the seed. And the, those are the worries and the cares of this life. And I would read that and I think, well, who in their right mind would would be choked out by the worries and cares of this life? Mm. And then you grow up and you have kids and responsibilities, all kinds of things. And you <laughs> yeah. find out really quickly. And so your, your parents knock you off the payroll. Exactly. And you have to <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, it, but yeah. And it, so whether, whether it's, it's, you know, complacency or whether yeah. it's because we get so busy, we, we forget, Yeah. we get so focused on the here and now I've got to, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Oh, I've got, you know, uh, this responsibility or this, you know, duty yeah. or whatever that, that we don't stop and think, well, well, wait a minute. There's, there's an eternity that's going to come, you know, one day we don't know. We don't know if, if we're going to be here until we're 95 years old or, or if Jesus is coming back tomorrow, we don't know when that's going to be. And, and, uh, and God's calling us to a purpose, you know, and I don't, I don't remember who said it, but, um, someone had coined that phrase, you know, saved on purpose for a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that to, to one degree or another, we, 
we, we lose sight of that. Yeah. Um, and we don't, we don't stop and think, man, there are people who, who don't have that security mm-hmm. that I've got, who don't have that joy of knowing Jesus, who of, of knowing the Lord and being able to walk in that freedom, um, who are, I mean, take freedom, for example, I, people who are not walking in freedom from sin, yeah. all of the bondage that comes along with that. And yeah. we moved and I'll say this and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you, uh, in in the gospel, mm-hmm. the Bible describes Jesus. When he looked on the crowd, it said he was moved with compassion. Yeah. Are we moved with the same compassion that is not just like you said, I feel sorry for them, mm-hmm. hope something good happens. It's um, am, I, am I motivated to action to do something about this? Yeah. Um, I think is, is the real question. Yeah, and that's where, you know, I think that the, the litmus test really is, is are we, are we fulfilling the great commission in our own ability Mm -hmm. or are we, are we trusting in his ability to provide? And and that's, that's where those, that's where those, those three words come extravagantly, sacrificially and -hmm. joyfully. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have, I have at times done things that what for us were extravagant for our, our kids um, in, in, the, in the position that we're in. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted to do something that was kind of a one-off, an extravagant thing. Um, it, was, it was sacrificial, mm-hmm. and because it cost us something and because it was such, a, such an exciting moment, there was so much joy in being able to do it. Yeah. To, to put a plan in place to be able to bring it about and to be able to do that and and to see to see their excitement mm-hmm. when those when a plan like that comes together it fills us with joy yeah and and I think that sometimes when we when we look at the gospel and we look at the Great Commission we do what we can do in our own power mm. and and if, if I'm doing it under my own power I'm going to experience it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at it and go, well, you know, there, there's not going to be a whole lot of joy. Yeah, <laughs> There's probably not going to be yeah. a whole lot of extravagance. Yeah, It's going to be like, well, I guess I can make this sacrifice. And then I'm, and then I'm worried and I'm consumed and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not joy, joyful mm-hmm. about it. And it's, it's probably not extravagant, but when we come into the kingdom of God and we look at it and we say, we have all of the resources of the kingdom of heaven to at, at our disposal. Mm-hmm. And, and Lord, I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something extravagant here. Right. Man, what can God do? Mm. And then when we get to come together with other believers and do that together yeah. and we get to see what we're able to do when we all come together to sacrificially yeah. give to something, man, there is much rejoicing. Mm-hmm. Not just on not just not just here, but in heaven. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, well, and yeah. you and even you were even mentioning uh, just right before we started filming this. You know, it's it's a lot easy, easier to be generous with mom and dad's money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and so it's like, yeah, my, my kids have no problem being generous <laughs> with my stuff. Exactly. But we'll see how generous they are when it's theirs. When I, it's I that, hope. I hope very generous. I yes, hope they have learned. Yes. But uh, but yeah, it's it yeah. gets harder. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it is. It's funny to you know joke about, but at the same time, I think that there's a there's a reality that that if we live with a with with the reality of this is not my money. Yeah. It's God's. Yeah. You know, God's calling me to yeah. be a steward of it. Yeah. Um, you know, how much more yeah. could we give? Yeah. Um, 
So, well, I know that we could spend yeah, so much more time talking lot. about yeah. this. I mean, the, the topic of forever is, <laughs> is a, <laughs> a big one. We could talk about it forever. Forever. Yeah. I see what you did there. That's a good one. So, but thank you so much for taking some time out of yeah, here to, to talk about your message. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of this. And if you did, please share that with us. We always love to hear from you and love to hear how God is is drawing you closer to him um, and, and encouraging you and, and compelling you to discover that purpose. Uh, like we said, you were saved on purpose for purpose, and we believe that because it's the truth. And so we want to hear how God is using you to do that. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next time.